Hello, this podcast is sponsored by Now Alchemy. Now Alchemy is an amazing company that has formulated the most powerful substance in our body that was taken way back in the Egyptian era known as the food of the gods. Not only does it bring in balance, happiness, and increase your intuition, it decalcifies your pineal gland, which opens up your third eye and increases your light body, allowing your consciousness and your awareness to be open and aware of everything that is going on. The high-level mineral source, which we need today on our planet, is so important. With the fact that the earth itself has been overturned so many times with all of the farming industries, that we do not have access to the rich ormus that is available in this planet. And thanks to now alchemy, we do. We now have the sustenance that our body needs that is brought in from the Himalayan mountains and the Dead Sea. Ormus, which is powerful energy source that moves through your body and brings together a whole synthesis of information to every part of your body. By bringing this mineral source, you are nourishing your body at a cellular level. I love the company for what it stands for and its ethics. And it has been a sponsor of Ancient Wisdom Today podcast since the beginning. And that's why I always ask the tribe to support the sponsors who are sponsoring this show because I go through each of the sponsors with strong ethics and integrity to make sure that whatever they are bringing forth is in align to the planet and into you and for all of us so that we can grow and have health and wellness in our lives. Ormus's company spends a lot of time with advanced scientists, naturopaths, and doctors and herbalists to formulate a sourcing technique that brings in the highest quality of organic ingredients from the most mysterious and desolate countries in order to bring the magic in the bottle, which is Ormus. Now Alchemy is not just for health and wellness community, but for all people seeking to become their greatest version of themselves. And I've been taking this product for many months, and it has been such an addition to my shamanic love that I bring to the world. And how I bring love into the lives of people is by keeping myself healthy and happy and lifted and shifted. By bringing the highest source of minerals in my body, I am able to hold a high vibration of energy and light when doing healing work or when I'm speaking to large groups of people and when I'm here lit and doing Ancient Wisdom Today podcasts. So I invite you to experience the amazingness of Ormus. They have so many powerful selections that you can choose from, from 24 karat gold Ormus to Shilajit to nano-enhanced CBD to Elysium, each bringing a different blend of energy to your body. And I honestly say that this company is really changing the lives of people. Ever since I've mentioned them and shared them with all of the people in the tribe, I've been getting letters and letters of people's lives that have been changing. And not to mention the fact that those who have had suffered so many times from PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, confusion, fog brain, and all of these other symptoms that have been plaguing us because of the onslaught of aggressive energies on our planet, by taking Ormus, these things are cleared, neutralized, and allowing you to have more balance and groundedness in who you are, as well as enhancing your mind so that you're able to think clearly and have a stronger focus. You can get Ormus by contacting www.nowalchemy.com 
www.nowalchemy.com. That's www.nowalchemy.com. And if you use the code SHAMAN, you'll get 11% off every purchase you make. I'm so happy, tribe, that we are putting beautiful things in our body because putting beautiful things in our body is putting beautiful things in our mind and our spirit. And that allows us to shine and radiate our truth in this world as leaders. I love you. Enjoy the share. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And if anyone hasn't told you how much you are loved, valued, and appreciated, let me tell you, you are loved, valued, and appreciated. Thank you for being on earth. I'm so honored that you're a part of this tribe and that we're always lifting and shifting and staying in a beautiful place in our consciousness and sharing that love with everyone around us. And that's what creates health and wellness. And speaking of health and wellness, I'm very excited and have one of my dear friends of 14 years of friendship. She's also my DNA nutritionist. She has been such a pioneer of traveling in the world to countries where most people wouldn't go. And she has brought health and nutrition and education to all of these women and children all over the globe and has been making so many changes in the world with her knowledge and everything that she brings when it comes to keeping us in harmony and balance within our biological spacesuit. So I'm so happy to talk about my beautiful friend, Masha Davis, who is a nationally recognized registered dietitian, nutritionist, and founder of Nomadista Nutrition. Thank you and welcome to the share. Thank you so much, Derek. It is such an honor to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm honored that you're here. I've been trying to get you here for a while. Yes. You have a very, you're you're a very, uh, you know, you're a very difficult schedule to get your assistant, (laughs) my assistant, to get in touch with your assistant to make this appointment happen, to get you in here and so forth. But now you're here. We did it. And I'm happy. I am so grateful to be here. So excited. <laughs> so tell everyone exactly what a nutritionist is and what, what see, because you're not just a nutritionist, you're a DNA specialist nutritionist that yes. focuses not just on individual um, health and wellness, but you also have been working in other countries. Let's talk a little bit about that. I would love to. Yes. Yes. So I spent five years working in Africa doing humanitarian aid work all over Sub-Saharan Africa. I worked in Gabon, Ethiopia, Sudan, Darfur, South Sudan, and Chad. And that's one of my greatest passions. And that's actually one of the things that drives me. After doing that, I came back to LA and launched my private practice, Nomadista Nutrition, which has now grown. And I'm working 
nationally. I have clients all over LA, all over the country. And one of my other areas of passion is nutrigenomics, which is the future of nutrition. And I'm so excited to talk to you about that today. <laughs> I'm beyond excited. <laughs> when you first told me about it, first of all, you have to understand everyone. I've been friends with Monsha for 13 years, okay? And she has seen me go through a lot of difficulty in my life from times when I was on dialysis mm-hmm. to being sick, to not being able to walk properly because I was in a wheelchair, to you know everything in my life. And, you know, I have watched this woman who just, you know, just be this amazing pioneer who's like, I'm going to go to these countries and I'm going to bring education and nutrition and support these women and these children and really bring about a global change of education and wellness. And to have her back here in Los Angeles and to have her as my personal nutritionist, who is my friend and who is stepping on this cutting edge of what she's talking about is so amazing. I'm so happy she's here to share with the tribe today. And I just want to honor you because you're such a gift to the planet. You really are. I mean, every time I see you, I just, I mean, you were at Mind Body Green um, for the Revitalized Conference. It was so wonderful. So many people talked about you and how much they loved connecting with you. And then you've written these beautiful articles for, for Mind Body Green, which has helped so many people. And so, yeah, I'm super excited. So tell us, what is this this frontier of this pioneering of this new DNA. What is it again? What's it called? Nutrigenomics. It's the combination of nutrition and genetics. <laughs> I love it. It's the yes. perfect combination. It's the perfect combination. It's the future. Why why is why is in society, because a lot of times when I talk to people and I ask them, do they have a nutritionist? They're like, no, mm-hmm. but they have a gym trainer or- And they have a dentist. And they have a dentist. That they go to every six months for their for their dental checkup, right? Right. They go to their doctor every few months for their dental checkup. But nutrition is the root cause of most disease. And it is also the cure for most disease states. So, what do you think the is, problem is? Why aren't people seeing that as a necessity as a part of their lifestyle choice? I think there's a lot of confusion about where to even access nutrition and how to find a qualified, high quality expert that can help you, that can personalize this for you. So, I think that's part of it. And I think a lot of people see a lot of information online and they just get really confused and overwhelmed and they they don't know where to turn or they're looking at sources that are not very good quality sources that are not highly researched and evidence-based. And they're they're going based off of that. Right. When they really need to find a, a registered dietitian nutritionist. And it's and it's important because I mean what I'm learning from you and just understanding the level of the value of nutrition really helps me to be able to understand how I can eat and keep my body at an opportune, you know, at this like optimum health, mm-hmm. at this opportune time in my life where everything is like, you know, bombarding me about traveling and being here and speaking here and doing this and doing this shoot and doing this television show and writing this book. And, you know, you're dealing with so much pressure, but even just the person who's not, even just a housewife who raises kids deals with just as much as pressure as I do, but in yep. a different way. And when people aren't getting nutrition, how is that affecting their lives? 
It's draining them. Nutrition is the root of all of it. It's where we get all of our energy and vitality and ability to function at that optimal level to think clearly. It affects our mood, right? It affects our sleep. It affects our ability to exercise and accomplish our goals and get all these things done. You can't do that if your body isn't properly nourished. Wow. Do you hear that tribe? It's so important for us to be able to, to get into a space where we are, you know, acknowledging that we have a dentist, we have a doctor, we do yoga, we do our meditation, we do all of these things, right? Instead of focus on the core base, which is what's going in our body and what is our nutrition. Mm-hmm. And that has to change. It has, it has to, change. to change. It has to change. It has to change. The time is now. I think every single person needs to have a personal dietitian. I think so too. Yeah. And what are some of the uh, the you know the things that you that you hear that are some of the fears that people have when it comes to you know really acknowledging their nutrition and getting a dietitian to help them and support them? You know what I think one of the biggest barriers is it's the fear of making change. It's the fear of not being able to make these lifestyle changes. People internally have this this feeling that they won't be able to do it. And I think that's the root cause of it, is that they're afraid to take that step and start making those changes. So you think that's based upon the what the idea that people are want to stay in a stubborn position of I want to do what I want to do and in order to make it and if you tell me something like I should eat something or I should add something, I'm not gonna want to do it. So I'd rather just not know and act completely, you know, like uh out of sight, out of mind, and just keep living my life doing things that are actually hurting my body instead of having the knowledge and information and awareness to actually sit down with you and say, hey. Let me map out what is best for your body based upon the things that you have found out and then find ways to modify their food and to wait so that they can still do what they want to do, but just modify it a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. there's this fear. There's this fear of making changes. I mean, fear is the root cause of so many things, right? It's It's what drives us. It's that subconscious feeling of being afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I had that fear with you. <laughs> I'll be honest. So that's I'm like, I'm really... Omad. I'm Omad. You're not going to tell me to eat any meat or anything. That is a really powerful thing to acknowledge. That's huge. That's huge. And that's, that's human. You're human. Of course, that's scary. Behavior change, making changes to our diet, it's one of the scariest things because it's not easy. It's a really difficult thing to do. So just acknowledging that. And realizing that you're not, we're not going to make these massive changes. We're not going to shift everything around all at once. It's a gradual process, right? Like you take one step at a time. I do like that, um, that whole philosophy that you have because I know for myself, the reason why I was doing a song and dance with you for a while was because of the fact that I was like, I'm an Omad and then she's going to run these tests and find out that I should be eating meat and I'm not going to go eat meat. It's never going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And a lot of it's also too is like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love the taste of a hamburger and I love to have a steak. The thing is, I'm, I have a high level sensorium where I can sense that the when something goes in my body, 
I can sense the whole creation of it from the time. So if an animal is, is killed, I see its death. I feel its death. I feel its suffering. And I start feeling it in my emotional body. And I would start shaking and I would throw up later and I would start having nightmares that night. So I just decided to stop eating anything that had... Um, you know, this strong uh, central nervous system that was able to, you know, to, to sense pain and fear through its nerves. And so, you know, with plants, even though I know they feel pain as well, but because they don't have a full central nervous system in the same way that animals do, the pain sensors are not as strong. So the, so I, the pain, the way a plant feels it is differently from how an animal feels it. I'm able to digest plant-based stuff in my body without feeling these high levels of pain, even though I know that there was some level of pain, but it's not at a, it's at a subtle level than it was at this extreme level when I would eat like a hamburger or a steak mm-hmm. or something. So it used to freak me out, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's when I gave up eating meat when I was in my early 20s. I was like 22, I believe it was. And now I'm 44. So Yeah. <laughs> But you look like you're still 22. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, if you knew, if you, if you knew, if I, I'm really blushing, but you can't tell because I have dark skin. You know? Well, well, you know, Derek, I, I think you can accomplish all of your nutrition goals, and even the recommendations that I give you can still all be achieved within your your framework right? Like this, you don't have to eat animal products. In fact, I tell most of my clients to reduce their animal product intake. So all of this, all of your nutrition needs can be met through plants. If that is what your vibration is and that's what you desire, 100%. 100%. But I think it's what's really, really important is to figure out exactly what it what we can personalize for your body type, which is what this nutrigenomics test is going to tell us. Right, which we and, did, which I'm mm-hmm, excited about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to share it with everyone in the tribe. My nutrigenomics test here on Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. So you can see how this beautiful, amazing, powerful uh, Masha is bringing about this information and how she would bring that information for you as well. So yeah, so so we did this test we where did the you test. swabbed in my mouth yep. several times, which is kind of weird. Got the saliva. <laughs> got, got the, the saliva. saliva. So it's not a blood test. It's a cheek swab, which is really good for people who are scared of needles. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and now we, now we have all these results. So tell me more about this, this system that you use. Absolutely. So I, I use a test that is created by Pathway Ohm, Pathway Genomics. They are a highly accredited lab. They're actually based in San Diego. So very close to here. Um, They have cutting edge technology that looks at specific health and nutrition markers in our DNA. So at this point, there have been hundreds of genes identified that are related to how we process and metabolize certain nutrients like proteins, carbs, fats. And Everyone is slightly different in how they metabolize these things, which is why two people could eat the exact same foods and get different results, right? Mm. It's based on our DNA. It's our genetics. So wait a second. That's let me a just, big part of it. So this is kind of mind-blowing. It's, okay. it's mind-blowing. Okay, wait. Let me look at the mind-blowing capabilities here. So if you have a person who's overweight and obese, right? They could be doing the gym, working out, doing all of these things, sweating, doing everything they can to lose the weight. But the reason why they're not losing the weight because they don't understand how their DNA is processed, how it's been set up. How it's to, interacting, how it's interacting with, with the food with, that they're eating. Wow. 
Exactly, exactly. And in fact, what the research is showing us, and now there is a lot of research on this. There, there, there's been over a decade of high quality studies done on, on these tests. And what we're learning is that obesity, actually, obesity and overweight specifically, have a really high genetic link for many people. So understanding what are what's programmed in our genes can help us. It's not it's not something that should be feared, right? It's something that should be empowering. So once you understand what programming you have, you can then work with that. You have the answers. You can get a personalized plan for yourself and know exactly what to do to be healthier, to optimize your health. It's amazing. It's amazing. This is next level. This is this is the future of our field, guaranteed. This is I think this test this test is now available to the public. It used to be done on with for elite athletes before it was available to the general public. Now it's finally available, and um, I know that actually a lot of insurance companies are looking at this test and how they can start integrating it into our overall healthcare system. This is, this is brilliant. Because this is the future. This is absolutely the future. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's dive in. All right. I, I want to know I want to know what you found out about me. Okay, amazing. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Are you scared? A little bit. You shouldn't be scared. None of this is is it, this should be empowering to you, okay. right? Because what this is going to allow you to do is understand your body better and how to balance and optimize your health, right? So we're going to look at how we can balance the fats, the carbs, the proteins better, how much you need of each. And then we're also going to look at certain vitamins that you need more of. And there's also some exercise and heart health markers that this test looks at. So so we'll chat about that too. Okay, perfect. Okay, amazing. All right, so so the diet type that came back for you is a balanced diet type. So this means that what we want to achieve is a balance of healthy fats, complex carbs, and lean sources of proteins. Okay? So there are other diet types that that my other clients get. One of them is Mediterranean diet, which is more focused on heart-healthy fats. There's also a low-carb diet type and there's a low-fat diet type. Now, you got the one that's kind of a combination of all of them, which is really, really interesting. So it's according to my lifestyle as an OMADer, right? And for those of you who don't know, um, I live an OMAD lifestyle, so that's one meal a day. So I choose one day to eat, which is always around the same time. It's usually between the times of one and um, two, two, one, between one and two o'clock. And, uh, and what I do is, um, sometimes, sometimes it even varies between two and three o'clock, depending if I, what I'm doing throughout the day. I eat one meal and I, I load up my food mostly with like sauerkraut, deuce, uh, dulse, I think it's called dulse, which is seaweed. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and sometimes some quinoa and lots of greens and, uh, some tofu and so a little bit of carbs here. And so forth. And that's basically what I eat one meal every single day. And the rest of the day, I'm drinking water with apple cider vinegar or I'm eating avocados, uh, which keeps me- You love your avocados. You know, it's funny because I literally feel like I have to have a lot of avocados and a lot of, and I do a lot of MTC oil as well too, mm. which just really makes my body feel amazing. My brain, my brain stays lit, and I just have like 
energy all day long. Mm -hmm. And that's actually, so the healthy, your content of healthy fat is pretty high. So the avocados, the MCT oil, the macadamia nuts, those nuts, those are giving you, those are giving you those nourishing healthy fats. Is it say I'm supposed to be doing that? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm right on track. You, I think you are on track. Yay. I think you are on track. I do want to talk about this one meal a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I know we've talked about uh, it before. I know we've talked about it before, but you know I want you to eat snacks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. It's funny because my friend, I think you met him at uh, Revitalized Dr. Will Cole. Mm-hmm. You know, he's... He, I did meet him. He's lovely. Like, he gives me like a list. He's like, okay, you can eat this as a snack. You can have this. Like I can have avocado as a snack and mm. have macadamia nuts as a snack. Like he gives me all these little snacky things. I also brought you some amazing snacks. Okay, perfect. I would like to go over that as well. But so yeah, so tell me everything you... What, go ahead. I'm not going to interrupt you. All right. No, but you can interrupt and ask questions. Okay, cool. Okay. So we've got this balance, right? Of healthy fats, complex carbs, and lean proteins. So let's talk a little bit more about what this actually means. Now, when this report breaks down these diets for you, it actually goes into even the specific types of healthy fats and the foods that you want to focus on. So what your test came back with is that you actually need not only this balance of healthy fats, but there's a few specific healthy fats that you want to get, which are the polyunsaturated healthy fats. So we have saturated fat, right? Which is mostly in animal products. So you're avoiding that, which is great. Most people should be avoiding that. Unsaturated fat, we have the polyunsaturated and the monounsaturated. What's the difference? So the difference is the sources and the amount that we need. Now for you, you want to increase your intake of the polyunsaturated fats, which are found in, there's a lot of nuts that are high in polyunsaturated fats, flaxseed, chia seeds, pumpkin seeds. Uh, and there's also animal animal sources, but there's plenty of polyunsaturated fats in the plant sources as well. So it's up to you where you want to get them from. Let's go plant. Let's go plant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Awesome. So, so here we have, you see this, this section here, there's a whole section on the fats. So it even breaks it down with, by every single kind. So monounsaturated fats, your result was neutral. So Basically, you need like a standard amount of the monounsaturated fats, which is like the avocado and the olive oil. So they're great for you. Keep eating them, but you don't have to have like a a huge extra focus on them, right? Okay. Whereas with these polyunsaturated fats, what this says is that you have an increased benefit from eating them. So have a diet that includes more polyunsaturated fats. Which are so, so that's like the nuts and the seeds and the flax seed and the chia seed for you. Those would be the main sources. Yeah, I eat those already. Those would be the main sources. I do macadamia nuts and almonds Okay. and walnuts. What about flax seed and chia seed? Do you like those? I can add some flax seed in there. I like flax seed chewing it in my mouth and turning it into oil. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You can absolutely do that. Okay, let's look at a few of these other markers that came back for you. So 
this test also looks at vitamins, okay? So I actually, I thought this was really cool that you, for you, your genetic predisposition to being low in most of the vitamins is actually really good. You're, you seem to be pretty optimal, but there were two that this recommends that you have extra intake of because you are predisposed to being a little bit low in them. So those are B6 and B12. So it says optimize intake. Okay. Okay. So let's look at what that actually means. So B6. So this is in a lot of different foods. Um, For the vegan foods, it's going to be beans and whole grains mainly. What's a whole grain? Good question. So there's a lot of different whole grains. And I know that you... Are you avoiding gluten? Do you avoid? Do you avoid? I don't gluten? eat a lot of bread. You yeah, you don't eat a lot of gluten products. And I don't eat a lot of pasta. I don't eat all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So quinoa. Okay, I do love quinoa. Quinoa is an excellent whole grain, and that's going to have some B six in it. There's also there's also some really really good gluten free whole grains like buckwheat, teff. Have you ever had teff? No. It's a tiny grain that comes from Ethiopia. So it's used in Ethiopian cuisine. It's really high in iron, high in fiber, and it's starting to be used more and more in the U.S. It's called teff. 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 It's delicious. Okay. Delicious. It's a really good whole grain. Um, So those would be some of the sources that I would recommend for you. What if I just got like a B shot? Usually the B shots have B12, right? And the interesting thing about those shots is that it's often synthetic B12. And I've actually had clients come in who are getting those shots. So they're, it's it's a synthetic form, right? It's not coming from the food itself. Mm. It's like a synthesized form of B12. So I would I would say a high quality supplement is probably going to be a better option than the shot unless you know how the shot is formulated and what the source is exactly. Yeah, I have no idea. So, uh, I mean... I've had people come in with really high B12 levels because they're getting those shots and they're getting these mega, mega doses. And you got it. You have to be careful with with some of these vitamins. You don't want to overdo it, right? right. You want to have a balance, which is why I always promote getting it from foods that we eat right? Instead of supplementing, unless you're not able to get enough from the foods for some reason, then then that's a good time to supplement. So you could get me on a supplement for that. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I think I think actually for you, we, it would be really good to take a high quality B12 supplement because B12 is mainly found in animal products and you're avoiding those. So for you in particular, and, and most vegans should be taking a B12 supplement. And I can get that from you? Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. Good. Let's move on. All right. So those are the vitamins. So So I don't have a lot of problems with a lot of vitamins. You don't. You're actually, it looks like your levels are probably optimal for many of these. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Super excited. It's really, it's really cool. Um, okay. It's like my friend Dave Asprey. He like downs, like when I'm with him, he's like, he downs so many vitamins. I'm like, dude, what are those? He's like, these are all pills I have to take. It's like bowls of like vitamins and pills. Mm. And so I'm just like, I could never do that. 
He's he's on he's on his own specific program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. What else do we have here? Okay. One of the one of my favorite things that this test looks at is actually eating behaviors. There are certain eating behaviors that are coded in our genes. So for example, the desire to snack. Wow, um, mind blown. So you mean to tell me again, these people who are sneaking off in the middle of the night and going up to the refrigerator to get some food is because they could have a DNA mark protein, like marker in yep, them. Yep, a variation. A variation. Exactly. That basically makes it that they like to go and binge. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. For some people, this is actually, they have a genetic predisposition. <clears throat> There's also a hunger gene. So this hunger gene, you have a typical one. So that you feel, you are likely to feel hunger typically. Like it's not too low. It's not too high. There are people who feel hunger more intensely because of a genetic variant. And so what do I have? Yours is typical, which means you don't feel you don't feel hunger really intensely when you do get hungry. And I think that's part of the reason that you find it easier to eat one meal a day. <laughs> <laughs> you got my secret. You got my secret. <laughs> you know, it's really funny because like the first thing that some of my buddies said to me, uh, you know, about the OMOD was that how they had hunger in the beginning. You know, they felt really hungry. I was like, really? Because I didn't feel any hunger. I didn't feel anything. I never feel hungry. It's I get like so I get hungry around lunchtime because I know that's the time I'm going to eat my one meal. Mm -hmm. I don't get hungry at all for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. Not at night. Nothing. You're just like you're just like not from this planet. You're just like another. You're on another <laughs> level, Derek. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> don't give away my secrets. <laughs> no, I don't mind. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So, so it says here that I don't get hungry. It's not that you don't get hungry. It's that you have a typical response to hunger. So some people actually genetically are predisposed to feel it more intensely and you don't have that predisposition. I feel no intense hunger ever. That's really interesting. I went on a juice fast for 43 days. I've never felt hungry the whole entire time. So interesting. People were cooking meals in front of me. I was at dinner tables at people's restaurants and whatever. People were like, we're at a restaurant. You sure you don't want anything? I'm like, nope. My mama juice cleanse. No problem. They're like, you don't feel hungry? I'm like, nope. Last night we came home. My, my niece was like, we just got back from this art event. And it was like, she decided to make have this nachos that we got from Real Food Daily. And it's a great nachos and everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm doing my homage. So she goes, you sure you don't want any nachos, uncle? And I'm like, nope. She's like, really? I'm like, nope. She goes, God, you're so disciplined. You don't have any hunger. You don't feel anything. I'm like, nope. It's it's actually quite remarkable. Just want my water. <laughs> Give me my water. It's, it's quite remarkable, Derek. Okay. So eating disinhibition, you got a result that says less likely. So eating disinhibition is... It's like the tendency to eat in response to a stressor. So for example, some people when they're feeling emotional, you know, when they're emotional, when they're upset, or when they're in like a social situation that's like where there's a lot of food around, they feel really triggered to eat. 
right? And this, there can be a genetic linkage there. So some people are more likely to have eating disinhibition. That's the result they get. And it's super interesting when I review this test with with my other clients who have a high level, a high probability of eating disinhibition. They're like, this is exactly me. When I get emotional, I tend to overeat. When I'm at a party, I overeat. So Mm -mm. so there's a very- I don't, I don't feel any of that. And your result is less likely. Yeah, I feel nothing. So that's so that that really matches up. When I feel emotional, yeah. I just feel the emotion. You don't feel, yeah, you don't feel like a craving for food or the need to turn to food. Mm-mm. You know, it's interesting because I never felt the need to turn to food for my emotional support. I turned to God. <sighs> I turned to spirit. I turned to meditation. I turned to my ancestors. I turned to drumming. I turned to dancing around the house and going into trances. I never, I never. Like I watch friends of mine who will get emotional and they'll just like open the fridge and start eating and chocolate eat. and eating all kinds of things. I'm like, yeah. what's wrong with you? They're like, I'm, I'm having an emotional um, meltdown. Mm-hmm. I have to eat. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, when I get emotional things happen to me, like I get emotional meltdowns, it's, I don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, oh, I'm just going to go meditate. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just going to go out here and just do some art. It's so interesting. This is so crazy. So you have a lot and you, and you have a lot of really healthy techniques. For, I'm gonna have my sister. I'm gonna. I have some more family members do this. I want to see what their stuff is, mm-hmm. especially my sister. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna have. So I'm gonna set up an appointment f- with you with her when she gets to New York. Let's do it. Be interesting to see what Let's happens. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm gonna be in New York next week. <laughs> Perfect. I'm gonna set it up. So, out of all of the eating behavior traits, there was one that came back for you as increased. Mm. Let's see. Let's see if this if this resonates with you. Mm-hmm. This says that you have a genetic predisposition to increased sweet tooth. I can't stand sugar. <laughs> I have no sweet tooth. None. Nope. None. Nope. Okay. I don't like desserts. When people put it on the table, I look at them. I'm like, are you, are you serious? You want me to eat sugar? I like when I was. You've been a, avoiding sugar for a while. Yeah. Like even when I was a kid. The only reason why I ate sugar was because my sister used to go to this one shop down the street and we used to get like lemon heads and those red hot uh, candies. And mm-hmm. like, there was like this thing called uh, this bubble gum that was called uh, bazooka and like all this really cool candies and stuff. And then we weren't allowed to eat candy in my family at all. So we used to hide the candy in the street under this, uh, under the street meters. We used to take a big crowbar and lift it with the cement, put the candy in there and close it. So our family would never know. And then whenever we wanted candy, we'd go out there with the crowbar, lift it up and get the candy out. I never felt the need to eat mm-hmm. sweets. And in fact, when I eat it, it makes me feel sick. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, your body's so not used to having that, that elevated level of blood sugar. Yeah, but when it does happen... I'm spiking like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. I'm bouncing off the walls. Hmm. So that actually brings up a really interesting point because this is not this is not diagnostic, right? This looks at genetic predispositions. So even though you have a predisposition for something, that doesn't mean that it's your destiny. Hmm. But I could see myself eating sugar. I mean, this. I once took my my niece and nephews to Knott's Bay Farm this past week, and I did. You know, my little boy was out and I was so excited and I went and got myself some um, some of those, uh, what is it called? Candy um, gumdrops. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, I, you know, I mean, my sister used to have that when we were kids. So I, I got some for her. It kind of was like a nostalgic moment, but that's pretty much it. It was like me binging on, on gumdrops for that day. <laughs> Did you enjoy them? 
I did because I never eat candy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. But as, like, lo- as long as you eat it and enjoy it and have no guilt afterwards, good. Skittles and nerds hmm. and like um, almond roca and gumdrops. Those are good ones for me. That's so funny. But it's so interesting that it it's, says that. It's really interesting. The other, so there's so many other markers that this test looks at. It looks at how we metabolize caffeine. Okay, yeah, let's do that because I got into the whole bulletproof thing because of Ooh, Dave. Ooh, are you drinking coffee now? Yeah. No. Yeah. You weren't drinking coffee the last time I saw you, were you? I was drinking coffee for years. <gasps> I didn't have, my first cup of coffee, I was about 17 years old. I never had a cup of coffee after that. And then only recently, when Dave and I became friends a year mm-hmm. ago, I, he he would like he would ask me to drink coffee, and I was like, "No, I don't drink coffee. I, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee." Mm. And then one day, you know, we were at dinner, and um, before we left, he was like, "Let me just make you a cup of bulletproof." He's like, "It's really good because it makes me jittery." He's like, "Oh, that's because there's like mold in it." So I drank the coffee, and it's like boosted my brain, made me more lit. I have like it's just, it's amazing. I'm just like one. I just have my bulletproof coffee. And I feel amazing, but I'm not drinking coffee throughout the day. So are you drinking it like in the morning? Yeah, first thing in the morning. So I have really good news for you. Hmm. So you are, your genetics say that you are a fast metabolizer of caffeine, which means that caffeine actually has heart health benefits for you. People who are fast metabolizers tend to derive benefits from caffeine. So it actually helps your body to function more efficiently. There are people who are slow metabolizers. For them, caffeine, more than two cups of coffee a day can actually be harmful. It's usually- Whoa, wait a second. Yeah. Okay. So all these people who are drinking coffee, like my niece and my sister who can't live without a cup of coffee- could be actually hurting themselves if they're drinking like four or three cups of coffee a day. Yes, that's correct. And that's actually why there's been so much confusion in the press and in the media about coffee. There have there have been all these conflicting reports. Coffee's amazing. Coffee's terrible for you, right? And that's the reason why. Because for some people, it's amazing. And for some people, it's actually harmful. And it depends on whether you are genetically a fast metabolizer or a slow metabolizer. Amazing. Fascinating. And so I'm a fast metabolizer. You're a fast metabolizer. So good news, you can drink, you can drink your coffee, you can drink as much as you want, pretty much <laughs> it's crazy. up to a point. But you, I have a cup of coffee and I can tell you what happens to me. What happens? The moment I have my bulletproof, I feel every part of my being all, like 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 if I was to sit here right now and tune into a woman in China walking down the street, it not only synthesizes my abilities, it makes my ability to do um, remote viewing stronger. So I can tune in to certain people and just watch them. And I was like, one day I was just sitting down and I saw this woman walking down the street. She was shopping in the market. She was buying these fish and she was buying all these things and putting, and they were giving it to her. She was talking another language. And I was just watching her, watched her get home, watched her go up into her place, watched the kids go in the house, watched this man. I realized that, you know, she had her mother living with her. I was watching the whole thing. I saw the furniture. I saw everything. It was like, I was standing right there. Mm. And it was like, because when that coffee hits me, all my powers go skyrocketing. My body feels amazing. I hit the gym. I'm working out. I'm sweating. My mind is sharp. Mm-hmm. It's so sharp it can cut through the iron. <laughs> it's amazing. Coffee is a powerful, powerful substance. 
Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) And for you, and for you, you are good. You are deriving benefit from that caffeine. Yay. This is so awesome. It's awesome. Tribe, you have you have to do this. You have to do this. You got to get in touch with Masha. This is amazing. This is like, honestly- I'm having the, mind blown, mind blown, mind blown. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite, favorite markers on the whole test is, is the caffeine one because it's just, it's so important for so many people. Yeah. Right? To know, to know- I can't wait to see my sisters. How you're affected. Yeah, it's incredible. So what else is there? Okay. All right. So this also looks at lactose intolerance. So how you respond to dairy. Now, I know you're not eating a lot of dairy, but if you were eating dairy, you it says that you are less likely to be intolerant to it. So it wouldn't give you the, you know, the unpleasant effects that some people have when they are lactose intolerant. Yeah, I don't get that, but I do get inflammation. Mm, mm-hmm. But I noticed like, yeah, but that's not for me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You're not eating a lot of dairy. So, all right. So what questions do you have? I want to know more. What else is on this thing? Okay. All right. Let's look at more. There are, you know what we haven't covered yet? We have not yet covered some of these weight exercise and heart health markers. Okay. Let's so do we, that. we went through, I think we went through pretty much all the nutrition ones, but this the pathway genomics test also looks at obesity, metabolism, how your body responds to exercise, the best types of exercise for your DNA, and also some of the heart health markers. That's why I like this test so much. Because <laughs> it's amazing. Because it like it it just synthesizes so much information. This is the pathway fit test. They do a bunch of other tests as well, but this is the one that I do with most of my clients. So okay. It's really comprehensive. So when someone makes an appointment with you, this is what you go over with them. And this is how I mean this is life-changing for me. It's really, it's been it's just, it's, it helps to, you know what I love about it? It helps to personalize what we're doing so much further because we can try different things and maybe eventually we'll come to some of these conclusions on our own, the right balance of proteins, carbs, and fats, which vitamins we should optimize, the best types of exercise for your body. We can, we can try different things and maybe after a few months, we, we're like, okay, this is what seems to be working. Or we can do a genetic test and see right away exactly what's going to be optimized and personalized, right? This is precision nutrition. It's personalized to your body Mm. because different things work for different people. I I believe that 100% because when people come to do sessions with me, which are not really doing sessions with me, they're doing sessions with themselves and I'm just happy to run them through the whole shamanic experience. They are personalized experiences. So sometimes people will come in and be like, "Well, I want what my friend had," and I'm like, "Yeah, nice try. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Sorry. You both have different lives. You've eaten different foods. You've had different parents. You've had different life experiences to your environment and so forth. So what the spirits do with you is going to be completely different from what the spirits did with her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love that. So tell me about this exercise because I love exercising. Okay. So so this so this is. It's, it's also geared towards what's going to best help you maintain a healthy weight. So there's a, there's a big weight component when, when they're running this test. And what this says for you is that it looks at different kinds of exercise, right? It looks at endurance, 
And it also looks at like weight-bearing exercise. For some people, they're equal. And for some people, it's much more one than the other. And for you, it says the optimal type of exercise that's going to help you be at a healthy weight is endurance. So that's like hiking, walking, doing these kinds of like endurance activities. Hmm, that's what I do. I love those things. Mm, good. I could so, hike more. So, so you know your body. Yeah, I ask my body. I'm like, what do you want to do? And it tells me. It's like, uh, yeah, I want to go swimming. I want to do some laps. I want to hike. I want to do mm-hmm. some walking. I do a lot of like the walking stuff. Mm-hmm. I really love that. And um, and I it doesn't so it doesn't swimming. say anything about weight. Yeah, swimming is amazing. Swimming's yeah. an amazing endurance exercise. Yeah, I like swimming. I like biking. Per- that's, you know, those are those. That's exactly it. I like the elliptical. I love all that. That's stuff. That's exactly it. That those are the optimal things for your body type. Amazing. And then I do I do weights, but I don't do a lot of weights because my body told me not to. Perfect. That's exactly what your what your test says. Ow! I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so this also looks at metabolism, Okay. right? So it says that you have a normal metabolism. Some people, for some people, theirs is higher. For other people, theirs is, um, it's slower. And yours is actually typical, which is great. That's a good thing, right? What does that mean exactly? So it's, it's like how your body metabolizes foods and the speed at which we process and break down different foods, carbs, fats, proteins, and how our body stores these things So where's well. my level at? Yours is normal. Yours what is if typical. I was, it's like right in the middle. It's what like if right I was high? If yours was high, then if you had a higher metabolism, then you would probably need more calories. People with a higher metabolism tend to be thinner and they have, a, they have an easier time keeping their weight off. People with a lower metabolism tend to be heavier or have a harder time losing weight. Can that be changed? Your metabolism can't, you know, there's, there's different things that also influence it, right? So there's the genetic component, which is about 30% of the outcome. Sleep and exercise also have a really big impact on our metabolism. Really? Yes. I don't sleep a lot. Yeah. So that can be affecting your your metabolism. I mean, I sleep about maybe three or four hours a night. That's not a lot. But every time I want to go more, I just wake up. Yeah. And then I'm up. Mm. Why do you think that is? Is it because you're like changing time zones so much? Your brain's I, you know, I honestly active. think that the reason being is that I feel like because I meditate a lot and I do a lot of meditation, like a lot of meditation. Like people sometimes are like, what? You're meditating again? So I do a lot of meditation. I go deep into the it's spirit amazing. world. I spend a lot of time in the spirit world. I think that I'm getting rest in those places that my body's like, I already got enough rest from the meditation and stuff. So I don't need this much sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, do you take naps during the day? Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing is that you can actually make up for some of that with the naps. So I think that's really, really good. Yeah, I'm a cat napper. Yeah, keep doing that. Keep doing that. I nap and he's a big, you'll, you'll just see me sitting, laying there with a big <laughs> smile on my face like this. 
<laughs> my niece sneaked in on me and she looked and she goes, Uncle, do you realize when you sleep, you smile while you're that's, sleeping? That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. My family makes fun of it. They're always like, I'm like a sleep, I sleep with a smile on. That's so cute. Always. Well, you're always smiling. You're always smiling. You have the most amazing smile. So. Thank you. So do you. All right. Okay. Let's look at, let's, let's quickly look at your heart health markers. I want to cover these with you. Okay. Okay. So these are, these are again, predispositions. So just because you have a certain predisposition does not mean that that's your destiny. But what it does mean is that this is something to pay attention to. So for example, if you are genetically predisposed to having a high cholesterol level, let's say, that's something that you want to monitor and keep track of because you know that's a predisposition you have. And you want to modify, what I help my clients do is modify their diet to prevent these high cholesterol levels, for example. Okay. Okay. All right. So your so there's a four on here that this looks at. So the first one is elevated LDL. This is the unhealthy cholesterol. And for you, you have a below average risk. So that means that your bad cholesterol is probably in a really good state. Fantastic. Okay? Yay. So that's really that's that's excellent. Thanks, spirits. <laughs> Uh, we also have, so this is your predisposition to decreased HDL. Now, HDL is the good cholesterol, okay? And you have average. So that's fine. So there's an average risk of having decreased HDL cholesterol. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, for the triglycerides, this is another type of fatty acid that circulates in our blood that can affect our heart health if it's out of balance right? So you have an above average risk for elevated triglycerides. That doesn't mean that you're going to have high, high triglycerides. What it does mean is that you should really focus on eating the heart healthy fats to keep this properly balanced. And what to, is that? It's, it's mostly what you're eating, the avocados, nuts and seeds, those are the healthiest types of fats for our heart health. Oh yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing that I tell my clients who have, you know, if they have like a, a predisposition for one of these to be elevated, I also tell them have it checked regularly, like every year or so, just make sure it's done on your, on your blood work when you go to the doctor to see what's the actual level. This is rad. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, so we know what to look at. We know what to focus on for you. And then elevated blood sugar. This can be super interesting for a lot of people. Yours is average. So you don't have a high risk for elevated blood sugar. So that must be all the... Um, no, I don't get elevated blood sugar. Good. Yeah, I never get elevated. And I, and I drink a lot of um, um, apple cider vinegar and water mm -hmm. to balance out my blood sugars. Mm. You're doing amazing. Thank you. You're doing so amazing. I want to tell you really quick. I actually was thinking that potentially in the future, we could do some of the other tests that Pathway offers. And I want people to know about some of these tests because I think a lot of people don't know about the testing mm. that's available. So there are tests that Pathway Ohm does that 
look at skin health. So how our skin ages. So like predisposition to getting wrinkles and what kinds of vitamins might be more impactful for like my or your particular skin to keep it healthier. There's also um, a sport IQ that looks at even more of these exercise markers. Mm-hmm. And then this is super, super interesting. There's a mental health and pain medication test. So different people respond to different medications in different ways, right? So for example, people who are on antidepressants, different antidepressants work in different ways for different people because of their genetic predisposition, how they metabolize these medicines. And that can actually be tested. And it's the same with pain medications. Certain pain medications, they can now be personalized depending on your genetic profile, right? So if someone is struggling with like chronic pain symptoms, we can do this test and see which pain medications are going to work the best for them. Wow. It's, it's, this is like, it's just absolutely extraordinary that this is now in existence and that we can do this. And what are some of these, let me look at these other ones you have gluten fit. Oh yes. There's actually a a genetic gluten test. This is really good. Actually. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. It's amazing. It's yeah. Uh, I think the skin one would be good for a lot of people. I agree. Yeah. It tells you a lot about your skin health, um, how the sun will affect your skin, different nutrients, how different nutrients will affect your skin, how your skin's going to age. It even looks at things like cellulite, which is like, it's programmed in our DNA. So some people are genetically predisposed to have more cellulite. It's just, it's just fascinating. That is amazing. I mean, my skin is great. Your skin's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't always that way. Mm. I used to have really bad acne. And then my body was like, you have to stop eating this and eating this and eating that. Like I was talking to my body once in meditation and it was like, if you want healthy skin, I need you to do this every single day and your skin will be flawless. Nutrition. Nutrition is the root, right? It's the foundation. It's the foundation of our health and our vitality. So what do you, you know, I'm so, first of all, I'm so honored to to have to be, first of all, just open and transparent with everyone and the tribe that, you know, to share this, this whole gene, genomics, is that what it's called? Nutrigenomics. 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 Okay, I'm going to get the word. Nutrigenomics. But I'm really grateful that you're my nutritionist and I'm really grateful it's and I'm really excited an to, for you just tell me what I need to do so I can stay on top of it so I can have the best me available to be there for everyone so exactly. they can so I can help them build their legacy and exactly. honor themselves and tribal members you know please get in touch how can people get in touch with you on my website nomadistanutrition.com so it's nomad and then I-S-T-A, N-O-M-A-D-I-S-T-A, nomadistanutrition.com. People can also just Google me, Masha Davis, and it'll come up. And then on Instagram, nomadistanutrition. That's wonderful. So I'm pretty easy to reach. Did you add the nomad in there because you were traveling to all these different places around the world? Yes. Because we're both nomads. We're both nomads. I we love are it. so nomadic. I love it too. I do too. <laughs> so tribe, you have to check out, um, you have to get in touch with her. You have to set up an appointment with her. You gotta get on this, you gotta get this chart done with her. This is amazing. This is life-changing for me. And I'm so happy because now I know that when I'm listening to my body and meditation, that this is really that I'm really on on top of it. Like mm-hmm. I'm really listening and hearing what my body's asking of me. So I'm really thankful to have you on today's share and to share all of this with the tribe and 
Yeah, I'm just honored and very grateful. The honor is all mine. It is such a privilege to not only be your dietitian, but to be your friend. You are, you're incredible, Derek. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> my inner child, my inner child is out. <laughs> when I'm with you, my inner child comes out. <laughs> but actually, it comes out all the time. But, you know. It's because yeah. we got this. We have this very long, long connection, and I've known you for so long, and it's been so freaking amazing to just watch you up level up level constantly it's been extraordinary you're such an inspiration to so many people thank you my love i'm so i'm so honored so uh please try please you know check out masha and go to her website check her out on instagram and you can also follow me on instagram if you haven't yet at shaman Durek. if you want to level up your powers and really learn shamanism as a lifestyle choice check out shamanduric.com and get on my uh, mailing list you can get some cool shamanic tips that i don't share with the public unless you're on the mailing list and remember it's all about to invite to ignite right invite ignite so let people know about ancient wisdom today because we our tribe that is keeping it alive on planet earth and we're here to thrive and until next time i'll see you later alligator bye